All right. Happy holidays, everyone. <laughs> happy yeah, holidays. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for it to be over, but it's good. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I do enjoy them, but they it's just it's crazy months, that's all. Okay. We'll we'll get started because we have stuff later. So I'm your host. Welcome. We'll start with meme of the week. So this one Lemon submitted. It was uh, a Halo one, and is that the new one? Because that looks really good for the Halo one remake. But I'm actually not sure. I just I haven't looked into the new one, but hmm. probably photoshopped but anyways, a lot of it. Yeah, <laughs> especially the bottom picture. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's. It's of with Captain Keys when he is part of the flood form thing, and you have to take the the chip out of his head, and and it's just like Captain Keys. He's just like, "This sucks. I bet the Master Chief is going to come save me. Cortana will use her super smarts to fix this situation." And it's just Master Chief down there, just ready to punch him in the face. <laughs> it's just winding up big time. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, reminds you of a oh god. No, it reminds you of a oh sorry. Go on. Okay, <laughs> reminds you of a Doom meme. It's like the exact same thing, but with the Doom guy instead of Master Chief. And it's like, you know, those demons in the DLC that like infect you with a curse or whatever, so you have to kill oh. them to get rid of it. And Eternals. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. POV when you curse the Doom Slayer. He's <laughs> just you know, same pose, just about to turn your skull into dust. Yeah, no, I hate those guys. Yeah. They were fun. They were interesting, though. But yeah, good me. Hold on. <laughs> Make sure everyone gets that. Okay. <laughs> so, we'll continue off. Um, I don't know how long my topic will take. So, probably actually start with it first. Um, and just kind of share it, and then we'll just do a little commentary. So my topic that I wanted to do was just what childhood dream do you remember and, and kind of like the details of it. So like what you share, what happened to that dream. Uh, it could be a really short one or a long one. So mine's kind of like a two-parter. Uh, it's kind of weird. And the reason why I'm saying it's two parts is because I remember waking up in the night and then going back to bed and then the dream kind of continuing. Oh, was so, it was So I remember this dream and it was actually kind of scary for me when I was a kid. So I'm actually in my elementary school and there's like an auditorium. And well, it's actually the lunch room gym with a stage. And I'm on that stage, and I'm walking on it, and I turn around, and there's a werewolf coming up the stairs. Oh, jeez. So this is really scary. I, I must have watched, oh, what's that one werewolf movie? But anyways. Uh, Van Helsing? Yeah, Van Helsing, or the one where they're hunting werewolves, or I can't remember. Um, I just remember going down the hallway, and I go through this, down the hallway, and then there's like the circular door and it opens up and then I'm in uh you should know this what is called Mako. 
the yellow fighter ship from Star Wars One. Oh, Naboo Starfighter. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Nico. <laughs> I knew it was going to. And I'm automatically in this ship, and I'm flying over a forest, and that's it. <laughs> and why can't my dreams end with a Star Wars fighter? <laughs> but the second part, maybe, maybe I'm not remembering it correctly, but uh, it might be a different night. But anyways, it was I'm in this castle, and I have the arm laser from Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> and and I'm fighting stormtroopers in like this hallway. That's awesome. <laughs> but like in the next room over, <laughs> this is gonna show our age. It's like all the TV characters from the McDonald's commercials. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so there's like Ron McDonald, and there's like the the Burger Thief. I can't remember any of their names now. Hamburglar um, and Grimace. Yeah, yeah, you would know that. <laughs> Gosh dang it. Um, and, like, <laughs> and that weird purple... chicken. Yeah, yeah, that one and like the purple purple chicken nugget, essentially. Oh, yeah, that's Grimace. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry, I don't know the McDonald's lore. Anyways. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that that's the most of that dream. It's like I'll find Star Wars with the McDonald's characters in a castle. I feel like that should be part of the American citizenship test. Can you name the original mascot of McDonald's? Uh, no, that sounds like a fun dream, though. Yeah, yeah. All right, you two, who's next? <laughs> Share your dreams. Do you want to go, Lemon? Sure, I'll go next. Um, so my earliest dream memories... Um, I think the earliest one I remember is kind of like a fever dream, like just really weird how it all played out. But you remember, ever seen the movie Independence Day? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fun movie. So it involves, I think most of my earliest memories evolve either the aliens from Independence Day or some alien from X-Files. But I have this really weird memory that like those aliens, are like those aliens from Independence Day, but they're like in a medieval setting. Oh, and, like, cool. Yeah. Like there were these, these hippo people Hippos, they were like, Hippo. like this, like this anthropomorphized hippo people, uh-huh. like at war with them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't even remember what, like, <laughs> I can't even remember like what my role was in the 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 dream. I just remember like waking up and be like, "What the heck?" <laughs> uh, were you the? You didn't animate this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should dream that again and make yourself like the peace broker between the, the hippo knights and aliens. <laughs> I swear, if any, if any, like animators are listening to us, please make this. <laughs> yeah, send it to us. Oh, uh, it sounds like you dreamed up like the plot for Alien Phalanx, but then you replaced the humans with hippos. <laughs> Well, except the aliens were like um, aliens were the, were like the good people. The hippos were the ones that are like terrorizing the aliens. <laughs> well, the hippos, the hippos are terrorizing. Is yeah. <laughs> a, a new a new meeting to uh, what a hippopotamus for Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> armored space hippos with sp- armored space night hippos descend oh, upon great. the peaceful aliens of Independence Day. That's great. 
was like a it was like also medieval like in a um ancient like egyptian type of way too so it's like even like <laughs> that way too. wait wait but was this when you're watching oh what's it called uh this gate no oh oh yeah uh, stargate stargate yeah thank you actually i'm not sure it might have been maybe actually now that i think about it probably um Maybe like right before. It might have been like it was like my earliest childhood memory. It might it may have been like the first Stargate movie before the Stargate series even came out. But yeah, I didn't even realize that. Maybe I could have been inspired of it. But it wasn't necessarily Egyptian. It was more just a desert. Okay. A desert type of vibe. I guess it's probably because hippos are in the uh, Africa and all that. But on a side note, another dream I wanted to share that wasn't my dream, but my dad's dream. He had a really good one that stuck with me for a long time. He told us about his dream he had. Um, I'll actually get some background first. Uh, my dad's a farmer, and while he did hay, he also, like, raised some cows and all that. And so he had this one bull that was just really mean to him, and he would always bring his pistol out with him in case the bull would, like, get mean towards him. Oh, jeez. And, like, he even got knocked over by the bull a couple times. But one time, he had this dream that the bull was getting mean towards him, and he pulled out his pistol. My dad did. <laughs> And then the bull decides to start standing on its hind legs, then like pulls out a pistol. <laughs> and it's like, let's go. <laughs> like, yeah. That's great. Uh, ever since I he told it. me that story, that just like stuck with me for like the longest time. Like it'd be the premise of a video game. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, that's those are my earliest childhood dreams plus my dad's dream so <laughs> good, good we got a bonus nice all right Miko. um i remember a bunch of different dreams most of them didn't really mean anything like there was one it was kind of kind of reminded me of bionicle since i loved that as a kid like all these cool looking kind of mass night things gathered around some special elemental orb thing i was like this is a really cool setting for a story but that was kind of the end of it um one dream that has stuck with me was a nightmare, though. Uh, it's where it was where I was in my old house. So, and I sat up and started moving towards the door, and all of a sudden, this like really tall, thin, hunched over, bald guy with a hooked nose, super pale, like looks around the corner. He's got, and he's got like these six-inch-long claws on his fingers. Like, this super creepy. And, like, somehow in the dream, I get an inkling that he's going to hurt my family. So I, like, charge him. And he just holds up his hand, and I, like, stop dead. And I can't move. And then the dream ends, and that's it. Okay. Like, yeah. Sounds like yeah, a okay. sleep paralysis thing or something. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I take back that the animators can take to. Yeah. To animate all our dreams, we don't need that. <laughs> no, maybe I could get Lemon to do a sketch of him because he like he looked like he was something out of uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Oh man, just super creepy. Yeah, that could be our new oh. mascot for you, sharks. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Um, Another was a lot more funny. It was, again, in my old house. So I went out into the hallway. 
And our dog at the time, we had a border collie mix named Sydney. She was like barking and kind of like lunging and then jumping away from a cobra. I was like, I don't want my dog to get hurt. So I like threw myself down on all fours and crawled over and like bit the cobra. And then I woke up and I was eating my pillow. (laughs) (laughs) So those are. Those are kind of the only two. There was another where there were two T-Rexes in my backyard and they were trying to eat my dog, but she was just running circles around them so they kept knocking heads and stuff. That was fun to watch. I think the best dream I've ever heard of, though, is one of my buddies in high school had, like, every day he would come and add new details about this dream he had, but he dreamed that myself, him, myself, and a bunch of our classmates, in one dream we were all superheroes and eventually we'd destroyed the planet and ended up in going through all the multiverse and just destroying everything. <laughs> we're fighting each other. And another was where we're all intergalactic warlords and <laughs> dividing up the universe between ourselves. And I was like, dude, your dreams are awesome. Such so, an elementary school dream. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was in high school, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah uh, for myself my own dreams are either like really weird and disjointed or I can only remember like little bits and pieces of them yeah, yeah it's kind of harder the longer it is yeah alright cool um Lemon you would you like to go off with your topic next definitely um So my topic today um, was a bit inspired by the recent Netflix hit, the Arcane series. Um, I kind of hesitated to get into the Arcane series just because um, I didn't know it was League of Legends, but just because like I saw a couple screenshots of like the main character and it looked like really edgy to me for some reason. Oh, Vi. Super edgy. Yeah, not Vi. um, Jinx. Oh, Jinx. It was like a super edgy show, but then I saw a couple clips and I was like, dang, this is actually pretty good. And I watched it and like, it's definitely a dark show, but it didn't come across as edgy. And it kind of made me think, like, I want to kind of talk about, like, what makes a show, or, like, what ma- what's the difference between uh, being edgy and being dark? Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah, because I've, I've already kind of ranted about this with one series. I think it was Blood Sea or something like that on, probably saying the name wrong. Um, anime um but i would i would kind of say like the setting but that's kind of hard because you can just have a dark setting in general yeah um i it's kind of weird to say but kind of like the quality of the violence if there is any uh, like, for example, in Castlevania, the the TV show, like there's, you see babies getting killed and women and children and all that, and just other people getting ripped to shreds and everything. But it's that was kind of tough because it already has a bunch of background stuff with it. But in a sense, it's kind of tasteful. That it sounds weird. 
but it's it's a world where there's vampires and demons and the guy's getting revenge on a group of people that killed his wife where the other series I'm talking about it felt like they kind of dehumanized the humans like they're just playthings or they're just toys to rip apart the there's not that really meaning to that death in a sense mm-hmm. and that I feel is just kind of edgy like they're just doing blood for blood instead of well this person's actually killing them for a reason yeah I don't know kind of hard you can you can kind of make the argument but with anything but that that's just my viewpoint And I've been thinking about that lately because, you know, we talked uh, last time about how the creator of Guts died. Or not Guts, Berserk. You know, but yeah, both, whatever. But uh, reading story for Berserk, I was like, it sounds like it's really over the top and edgy. But people have been talking about how it's one of the most influential mangas and animes ever made and all the stuff. Wow, the story's deep and complex. I mean, of course, these are fans of the series, so they're not going to say they overdo it. But I was like, how do you get away with that level of just, I guess, cruelty and gore and not come off as silly? And I think that's kind of what separates dark from edgy. It's that edgy is kind of arrogant, like kind of pretentious. They're just doing it for shock and awe, not because they're trying to tell like a tragedy like you know uh, uh we've all uh, what the heck is that thing called oh yeah we've all read oedipus right what's oedipus it's been a long time yeah well, oedipus is a story of a guy who becomes king and his it's an old greek tragedy but oh is this the one where like he's uh, how should i say it? he like gets with his mom yeah Oh yeah, they get an or- they get an oracle that says like, "Oh, you have to solve the last king's murder," and he ends up finding out he murdered the king, who was his own father, and his current wife is actually his mother, which is where the term Oedipus complex comes from. So, and all this stuff, but it's like that story is horrifically dark. I mean, it ends with him like uh, stabbing out, uh, gouging out his own eyeballs, and his wife hangs himself and. For the sake of the city, he has to be exiled, if I remember right. But it's like, the point of it was to be a tragedy. And, you know, it does that really well. It's a really artistic, well-written story. But it's not like... It's not done solely for shock and awe. Like, it's done to make you sad, not to just... Not for attention, I guess. So, and that's kind of how the Greeks constructed their tragedies. Their idea was that if you watch something sad, it would help you kind of purge yourself of negative emotions. Just get it out of there, you know? So that was their purpose in writing tragedies, and that's why Greek tragedies are so good and why people still read and perform them today. Yeah, I guess, like, another one that kind of came to mind when you're describing the difference was... Just Attack on Titan, actually. Yeah, I was thinking about that, too. <laughs> Me, too, yeah. Um, there, there's a good amount of gore. I mean, you, you see floating heads and stomach acid and just people being eaten in half and everything. But 
there's more to it. You know, if if Attack on Titan ended with just like twelve episodes as just people get eaten, it'd probably just be more on the edgy side. But since they're had more to it and actually explain the reasons or what's going behind the the background or behind the scenes and all that it becomes just more just it's, it's just a dark world dark setting that is yeah. just edgy yeah no, that's what I was thinking too yeah I see oh, and well. then, uh, um, right. yeah you go ahead Michael oh uh yeah, I was just thinking of I think an example of edgy would be the Dracula miniseries on Netflix, which this is not hyperbole, that is one of the single worst shows I've ever watched. Ever. Yeah, they have a part where Dracula brings a baby into the castle and they make a big deal about it and later it turns out he killed the baby and turned it into a vampire. And all this stuff and like and you know, a bunch of nuns get torn apart apart by wolves and even like tears himself out of the middle of a wolf just all this gross nasty stuff that's not there for any reason and just shock and awe that's the live one right yeah Yeah. the actor that plays Dracula does a good job I'll give it that but other than that just awful writing too edgy Anyway, sorry, Lemon. Yeah, go ahead, Lemon. Anyways, um, I was just thinking, yeah, because um, I think just when something's dark, it just seems more mature. And if it's edgy, it just seems very, like... Immature. Yeah, exactly. This feels like it's not much thoughts put into it, just trying really hard to, like, make it as dark and terrible as, as possible, you know? Versus, like... Like you mentioned Attack on Titan, I think. What makes Attack on Titan work as much as... Is that um, there's like lighthearted moments in there as well. Like it's not just yeah. all about like the violence and the gore. Like you actually kind of care about these characters because you see their like human side or like they're you see like you get to know them and like you actually care for them a bit. And yeah, also just the art style is just very it's like very vibrant and bright. It's not like all at night versus like Tokyo Ghoul or Dracula <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think just throwing in like lighthearted moments and also just being um what's the word not overindulging and all like the violence and whatnot because one thing i really liked about arcane was that it was a very like violent and like dark show but it didn't come across as edgy for me at least it seemed like there's like there's moments of like uh there's like just really happy moments going on too and like there's a lot of you actually understand why the characters are doing what they do you know yeah there's some really human moments yeah like they really like build up uh, jinx and you like really feel for her and like the way she acts she's not just like even though she kind of came about as like a harley quinn clone her knockoff i feel like they've given her like a lot more depth and like a lot more reason why she's crazy and like you can feel for her you know yeah yeah i mean it all made oh good. are you go ahead oh yeah i was gonna say on that since you've watched the first few episodes like I like that they kind of show, even though she's a good kid, she definitely has some mental issues going on under the surface. And then finally that all comes to a head in, I think, the third episode. 
So if you haven't watched that yet, Lemon Brace yourself. I've already watched the whole series, so. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I finished yeah. it like in two days. Oh, nice. It's actually what inspired. It actually what inspired our last week's topic, not last week's last month or whatever it was the topic, but about the three D animation versus two D animation. Oh yeah. That's why I want to talk about it because I feel like it's like three D animation, but like it's so good. Like it's like gives off a different vibe, and it looks. It feels like it's a mix between two D and three D. You know. Yeah, it looks like a moving painting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we just finally finished it last night. Dane, what'd you think? I really liked it. Like, uh, it's hard to trust reviews on something when it's getting really hyped. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the last two Star Wars movies started getting glowing reviews of this is one of the greatest films ever made, and then the hype dies down after a few months, and then you know the actual logical reviews start coming out. But no, uh, Arcane's actually really well done. Like, really well written. Lots of good visuals. Lots of good direction. Great animation, great voice acting. So, yeah, ended up really liking it. Can't wait to see what they do with season two, especially because my sister and I were doing a little like research on some of the hints at what they might do, and it just blew us away. Yeah, it's a good one. I definitely recommend it. But, um, but yeah, I think it's. All I have to say about the edgy versus dark debate, just throwing in lighthearted moments and also not like being mature about it. I yeah. feel like it, when something's edgy, it just feels immature. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Lemon, for that dark and dastardly topic. <laughs> uh, well, I guess we'll, <laughs> we'll finish <laughs> off with uh, Mako's topic. Yeah, so mine is actually kind of related to stuff we've been talking about. We talked about Castlevania and Arcane. Uh, since, you know, like I said, they just finished Arcane last night, and they just came out with the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 trailer a few days ago, and they announced a Halo series. Uh, I wanted to ask, like, what's the best or your favorite kind of video game-based show or movie? Because there's actually been a few, you know, there's two two no three tomb raider movies and then there's a castlevania series on netflix which is really good and you know of course arcane and sonic the hedgehog so uh just to start for me i think arcane's been the best one i saw just for the reasons we already talked about great writing great animation great voice acting and then on top of that the amount of detail that they put like it feels like it was made by people who actually cared you know, who wanted to make something really good and wanted to make a League of Legends show that was really good. Like, um, uh, Lemon, do you remember the monkey? Which one? The little toy monkey. Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, about eight years ago, League of Legends made a music video about Jinx. And a big part of it is the toy monkey. So then here we are almost a decade later and they worked the monkey into the story in a way that's emotional and interesting and poignant and it's like, wow, they really actually gave a crap when they were making this. Yeah, I was watching a video about it where like this therapist reacts to it and like she's talking about it. I'm like, dang, they put a lot of thought into this where this trained therapist is actually talking about all these issues this 
person has. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they consulted a therapist or something. So that's, <laughs> I think the one I had the most fun with was Sonic the Hedgehog, just because we all went to see it, us and uh, Bull Shark. And we were just going to make fun of it, but we actually had a lot of fun watching it. Yeah, that was a really enjoyable one. I'm really glad they switched the design of Sonic. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Jeez. Army kind of hopes they create, they release like a, like a, Director's cut where it has like the original design, <laughs> not like, edited version. <laughs> yeah, I want to see like how it turned out. Seriously. <laughs> oh, we, what would we call it? The Sonic EXE version. <laughs> That's like an actual horror game. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, I wouldn't mind that. Only I feel like a big part of what made it fun was just Jim Carrey's performance. Yeah, no, he did. Yeah, I, mean, I just remember thinking, Jim Carrey, really? But he was one of the best parts of the movie. Yeah, it's kind of fun because you could see the level actor, I guess you could say, um, of the main guy versus Jim Carrey. Just kind of how they portray their characters. Yeah. The experience level, there you go, that's what I was trying to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jim Carrey's been acting for decades by this point. Did you guys see The Mask? No. I've seen it, but it's been a minute. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's what made him... I think that's really what made him famous. Part of it, anyway. So, but yeah. uh, Let's see. Castlevania. I still rewatch the fight clips from that every now and then. Those are incredible. Yeah. um, I guess I'm the only one that's watched all of it, haven't I? Uh, well, yeah, I think so. <laughs> so each season it's actually pretty good. They don't really coincide too deeply with the games, sadly, but they're they're still enjoyable. The animation's really good. They have some throwbacks to the games and the music wise and everything. Yeah. Um But one one that actually I kinda remembered was or did you have something, Lemon? Oh, no, I was stretching. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> I So I watched the Witcher series, and then oh, they actually yeah. have a prequel movie that's animated, and that one's actually pretty good. It's talking about the downfall of the Witchers and just stuff before Geralt is, becomes a Witcher. Oh, really? And, and it's... Uh, the animation's about the same as Castlevania. Uh, I think it's by the same crew. I might be wrong, but it 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 was actually really good. Um, and what was another one that I was thinking? Oh yeah, you brought up the Halo series, and they've already had a Halo one before. And there's an animated Halo movie as well. But I hear they didn't do too hot. They're kind of okay. And so I'm a little hesitant about this next up Halo one. Um, I'd be okay if they just animated scenes from the books or did a different Spartan 
history or something like that. You know, not yeah. not like a whole plot that's multiple episodes, but just kind of like per episode type stories. Yeah. Because there's a ton of lore and books and stories I can pull from. Yeah. And you know, there's one about Sergeant Johnson and just all the other Spartans as well. Oh, I love one about Sergeant Johnson. But my favorite... That one's kind of tough. Oh. No, it's not. What am I saying? The Legend of Zelda 80s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's probably my, one of my favorite. It's just, it sucks, but it's just good. Because it sucks. Uh, I can't believe I forgot about that. Yeah. And it, you said another one, but I can't remember which one. That it wasn't that good. But because we watched it together, it was a lot more fun. Oh. I'm sorry if this offends you, Lemon, but the Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, which one? It, the Mortal, the one that we watched together. It wasn't the most amazing, but it was really fun though because we watched it together. Oh, the Scorpion's one. Yeah. Yeah, Scorpion's Revenge. Yeah. Well, it's Mortal Kombat. I'm not really watching it for the story, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're not. But yeah. I, I am, I am kind of hyped up for the next movie, though. So, <laughs> if <Yeah>. that means <laughs> anything. <laughs> but. Oh, there's that. There's actually a pretty good Street Fighter movie you can find on YouTube from like 1996. Not really. Yeah, I ended up watching the whole thing. It was pretty good. Just don't look up the Chun Li shower scene. Yeah, really. You have to. You have to specifically mention that. Well, because you'll gonna... see comments saying, "Man, <laughs> it's that scene." It's like, no, that's not in this movie. Everyone's just gonna watch it now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that that was all for me. What was the prompt again? Like a favorite video game movie or media? Yeah. Show. Or show. Well, yeah, show or movie. Hmm. It's going to sound super basic, but I'd probably say Arcane just because I think what Arcane did really cool is that like you can actually watch it and enjoy it without have, without knowing anything about League of Legends. Oh, yeah. I think that's like what set it apart, too, because like they actually made it like good enough for like everyone to like versus just like the people from the uh, fan base. Yeah, fan base. But I guess if I had to go, if I had to base a, my favorite video game movie based off a of video game I liked, I probably would choose Scorpion's Revenge just because just the animation and like the fight scenes and like everything about it was just really cool. On Patrick you know? Seitz's incredible voice acting. Sure. Yeah, I don't know who's, who that is, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was Scorpion. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe I shouldn't say incredible, but he, he was really good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I dig it. So. I kind of want to watch yeah, the original, like the 90s one that made the theme song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the original. Yeah, it's kind of funny watching like YouTube clips of like the original Mortal Kombat movie, where it's just like people are like, yeah, these are like porn level acting, or porn level acting, or whatever it's called. <laughs> or porn star level acting. <laughs> and ni- 90s TV series are just different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's true. Different I should have left you. <laughs> I should have left you on the floor. I found you. Chia did. 
<laughs> but you did it. <laughs> In an exact tone. Uh, Classic. Yeah, goodness. Yeah, and now we got the Super yeah. Mario movie coming out one day. <sighs> I mean, it can't be any bad than the first one. Does the Garfield movie count, though? Because it was based off the comics, but I think there's a couple of Garfield games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the comic, <laughs> comic came first, I guess, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I, don't know I how guess. It, uh-huh. How would you rate it? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I can't tell you right now. But also, the Lego movies, they don't were bad. Oh, I, I yeah. Those. those are good. Those are really fun. Yeah. But it's kind of fun because everyone's bashing on Chris Pratt for doing Garfield and uh, Mario. But he was main voice actor for the Lego movie. Yeah, for him. Yeah, and so like I think he knows how to do some voice acting, like different voice changes. So I think he'll do an okay job. And I'm saying okay for a reason. Yeah. He's doing Garfield too? Oh, he didn't know that? No. Yeah, he, he's Garfield now. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah. So shout out to Jack's Films. He only has 5 million subscribers. They actually made a joke in one of his previous Yais. That's what his thing's called. And someone brought up, yeah, that Chris Pratt should play as Garfield. I think it was after he it was announced that he was going to do Mario. It's like, wow, Miles is how does play Garfield now? And then he comes out, he's playing Garfield. <laughs> he's like, I took that personally. <laughs> they just hate him because he's popular. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and other stuff, but... Oh well, I'm a kind. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm a, I'm kind of excited for them, but we'll see. Yeah, me too. Where are they coming out? Yeah, I think. Good question. Yeah, I don't know. Well, let's look them up. I'll look up Garfield movie if you want to look up this, the other one. Sure. Um, yeah, I didn't know. This. I didn't know Chris Pat was doing Mario. I'm not sure how. Yeah, Parmen's like I'm not sure how it's going to work out, but sure. <laughs> Nobody's gonna look like yet. Like how they're gonna? No, no, I don't. I guess it's next next year for Garfield. But there, there's a lot of the uh, Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy memes where they give him like the Mario hat and the mustache, and he's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I wondered. I was wondering why uh, that meme popped up. That makes more sense now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it came back up again. It was a, like, <laughs> yeah, if I find them, I'll show it to you guys. But, you know, it's like him as Garfield as well. It's like about the lasagna. <laughs> and, and, yeah, it's pretty funny. But anyways, uh, was that everything for you guys? Uh, the Mario movie comes out next December. Oh, next December? Oh, man, we gotta wait a whole year. I know. Yeah, that's a... That's pretty typical for... Yeah, they said Jack. It looks like Jack Black is browser. I feel like Jack Black would probably be a better Mario, but I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, but he'll do a really good job as Bowser. 
That's true, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> it's and very then, fitting that Jack Black is in a Mario movie. I don't know why. Oh, it is. And then Seth Rogen is Toad. And oh, wait, is it animated? We don't know. I Hopefully. think it is. Oh. I'm pretty sure it okay. is. If, but... if it's voice acting, then yeah, I can get it. But I thought, when you first said that, I thought it was going to be like... Uh, oh, back. hi? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. But who's Luigi? Charlie Day. Oh, Charlie Day. Okay, okay, okay. Do they know um, who Princess Peach is? Anya Taylor Joy. Oh yeah, yeah. I think she'll do a pretty good job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's uh-huh. uh, that's it for me. I mean. All right. All right. We'll probably end here then. Um. Thanks for listening, as always. And in well, it's holiday season at the time of recording. So if you're listening to the future, well, have a good day, I guess. If not, <laughs> have a good rest of your holidays, folks. Bye. Bye.